You are listening to Living with ADHD and CPTSD. Available on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Living with ADHD and CPTSD. So today, we have a CPTSD episode, and I'm going to talk about how quickly I go from a normal, calm state, grounded state, to being overwhelmed, anxious, triggered, blended. Pretty simple. (laughs) I have noticed that throughout all my history of knowing my CPTSD, that becoming blended and becoming triggered and leaving the grounded state is so simple. And it literally, at times, takes nothing for it to happen. And I hate it. The reason that I hate it is because I can't recognize the state, the switch, the connection. And it's extremely frustrating. I can imagine so many of you out there know what I mean. You feel it grounded. You feel good. You feel happy. You feel safe. And then all of a sudden, bam, it changes. Suddenly you're getting triggered. You feel overwhelmed. The stress levels go up. The anxiety shoots high. And before you know it, things just aren't like they were. But the problem is, is that exactly the point before you know it. Because I don't. I'd love to be able to recognize instantaneously the moment I go from a grounded, relaxed state to a triggered state to feeling overwhelmed, to feeling that stress shoot up, to feel that anxiety, that stress, that pain that you feel. And the reason that I wish I could feel it is because the problems that I'm having, not being able to notice it, is really causing a lot of problems with my relationship. I still at times struggle to accept the reality that I have this crazy trauma that really gets in the way of being an adult, living an adult's life with responsibilities and doing things that an adult does in a day-to-day life, like taking responsibility for actions, knowing that you make a mistake, you got to apologize. Someone is talking to you, you need to acknowledge them and to meet their needs. But I fail to do that. And it's not because I don't care. It's not because I'm a mean, a bad person. And I'm definitely not a psychopath or a narcissist. 
it's strictly because I'm triggered. I don't have the ability to notice all the little things that I have to notice. Someone gets upset at me, done, gone, triggered. And it's easy to say it now like that. But in the moment when it's happening, no, I'm not. I'm not noticing it. It's like I'm oblivious. I'm numb to the effects of the change in my behavior. Mentally, physically, emotionally. I have no idea that it's happening. It sucks. It's crazy. I would give anything to be able to have the skill to notice it now, right when it happens. Not a half an hour later, after all the fighting and all, and, and all the stress and the emotions, or in my case, lack of emotion. I want to know now. I want to figure this out. I want to be able to immediately notice that something's wrong. I don't like how it feels. I hate it. I would give anything to feel normal. Honestly, it's a freaking pain in the ass because you sit there and I want to feel, I want to be able to participate. I want to be able to feel happy. I want to feel normal. But the fact that I get triggered so easily and can't recognize it is extremely frustrating. It's, it's to the point where... I just want to escape. I don't I don't want to be there. I don't want to have anything to do with it. I need time away. I need time just for me in order to feel at any peace, any kind of normalcy because day-to-day interactions where it's nothing but anxiety and stress and triggers and emotions that I can't control or can't regulate it's too much. It gets to the point where I just, I can't handle it anymore and I don't want to deal with it. And so I end up shutting myself down. Sure. I can talk. I can listen. I can reason, but other than that, forget it. Like you're not going to get any decent response out of me. There's a good chance that I'm not going to understand what you're talking about. And if you're going to want empathy and you're going to want understanding and you're going to want the proper response, Good luck, because at this point, you're not going to get it. All I'm doing is trying to avoid, trying to zone out, wanting to dissociate, you know, wanting to feel good, wanting to escape and avoid the pain and, the, and, the, and that stress and that anxious feeling that I always get when this kind of crap happens. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to notice that you go from ground zero, feeling normal and feeling nice and happy and grounded and and not stressed out, no anxiety, no, you're not, you're not feeling overwhelmed. And then something happens, you know, you make a mistake. You... 
you make an error in what you're doing or like, you know, I, I made an error in judgment and I remember it, I, I was triggered so fast that the ability to even realize that I was triggered was non-existent. And that was the suckiest part of it all because I'm standing there and I'm, my first thoughts is, why are you getting so upset over something so minor, so small, so insignificant? Like, seriously? It's, is it necessary? Yeah, I know. I, I made a mistake. So why does it have to be so ridiculously serious? Like, it, it didn't, it never has to go that way. And, th and that's the thing is that there's the adult in me that wants to just play it cool, be the adult, say the right things. But then they're, then all my child parts are sitting there going, Hey, this is ridiculous. Like, is this, this is unfair. This is all that seems to happen. Why can't you just stop? Why do you have to get so, so intense and so serious? And why does it got to be so perfect? You know, and the adult, because he's got other parts, you know, banging his head going, hey, 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 just leave it alone. Don't don't say anything. You might say something stupid. Don't look stupid. Don't say anything bad. Don't argue. Don't fight it. Just let it go. Say, yes, you're right. I agree. Okay, I'm sorry. You know, repeat. Try to figure out a way to end it immediately. You know what's going to happen. So just let's not let it get there. <laughs> and so it's the adult standing in one corner. It's the parts that are afraid in the second corner. And in the third quarter, it's the parts that want to lash out and put the gloves on and say, all right, let's go. You know, I've had enough. <sighs> and they all, they all want to mix. And, you know, I'm just glad that I don't allow that part that wants to fight to come out. I'm not saying he never, ever, ever comes out. There, There is the odd time where he does come out. And unfortunately, he did come out that one time just recently. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but it did happen. He said, my part came and said, why do you make such a big deal? Why, why are you so quick to, to quit? Why do you quit so fast? Boy, did that ever knock over well. That was my child part talking, trying to start some because he wanted to defend the adult's honor. He wanted to he wanted to stick up for the adult because the adult didn't want to stick up for himself. He didn't know how. He was just frozen. He is the, and the fear part was beside him going, Okay, no, 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 no. Let's not do anything rash. Let's just wait it out and we'll be fine. But it got to the point, and this has been a cause of concern right now for myself, is that there's been way too much where 
I'm only having so much patience before the other part, the one that wants to fight, is getting stronger and is tired of waiting for the adult to do the right thing. But the funny thing is, is what is the right thing? That's the problem that he thinks the right thing is to fight back, is to defend, to say stuff that will, well, he thinks is going to solve the problem, but in reality, it just makes it worse. And of course, the fear part never wants to talk. All he wants to do is just hang out and and say whatever he needs to say in order to fix this. So he's basically fawning. He just wants to say, okay, you know, all right, I understand. I'm sorry. I, I realize I made a mistake. I don't. And then in the back of his mind, he's just saying, I don't really want to fight anymore. I just want to make this go away. I'll say whatever I need to say to make it better. And the adult, of course, well, the adult's just sitting there going, oh, again, what am I doing? What did I make go wrong this time? You know, like, I, and he's thinking in the back of his mind as it's racing and he's trying to control his emotions and he's trying to find the emotions and he's trying to remember all the things that he has to say, you know, like apologizing and affirming my partner's needs and responding appropriately instead of trying to explain and trying to defend and trying to keep his emotions in check because he has such a hard time with those emotions that he's just better off saying as little as possible because if he says the what is necessary and just that there's good chances that nothing else will come from this it's just that if it gets to the point where there's little left to do yeah it's gonna it's gonna escalate and that part is going to start to fight back and it makes it worse and then what ends up happening is my partner goes bonkers, rightfully so, and loses it. And my fear part says, all right, that's it. Just shut up. Find a way out. You know, like, I, I, I honestly, it's, it's kind of been a repetitive circle the loops on and it and i'm struggling to figure out where to go and the fact like i said at, at the beginning of the episode the fact that i'm having such a difficult time knowing what's happening within myself like i i'm i'm so poor with my emotions that that's already done and then mentally I can't recognize this changes like, it, you know, like I, I, I have such a hard time noticing that I'm triggered and that I'm overwhelmed that by the time I notice it, my partner has already established that and saying to me, Hey, something's wrong. You're triggered or you're blended or you're overwhelmed. And I'm still trying to figure that out. I'm still trying to get to that stage and and recognize it and i like i know it's because i'm emotionally dysregulated and i go numb and it's like i shut down i freeze i do some fawning i want to run but 
I know that that's not going to resolve anything. So there's a, it's, there's this, this incredibly stupid inner battle going on that is, I just want to fix. And I, the problem is I don't always know how to fix it. You know, like, can you imagine you're standing there, you're feeling good, you're having a good day, things are going well, your partner and yourself are, are getting along really good. And then suddenly something simple that gets completely overblown causes a ton of problems and the emotions go flying and the voices get loud and and next thing you know i'm overwhelmed and i'm stressed out and i'm anxious and i'm triggered and of course my adhd is going crazy because i can't remember what's being said i end up having to be things repeated i forget stuff i forget what i'm gonna say i get lost I'm basically screwed. And I it's I don't really know what to do right then and there. And that's the problem is I need to be able to I have to find a method. I have to find a way to learn to see what's happening. Like to see this triggered state. And I I got to learn the differences. I got to figure out, "Hey, look, here's your triggered state and here's your calm grounded state." what's the difference? What do you notice? And then there's this bit of stubbornness involved. Like it's, there's, there's so many little things that are kind of playing into it. You know, like they're stubborn. There's that person, there's that part that wants to fight. There's the part that is scared and just wants to shut up and wants to just let things find its own way and not say anything. And they're all going at each other and, and trying to just figure out a way out of it before it gets too bad and to save any sort of ground that they're already losing. Like, it's a struggle. And I'm, I'm at a point where my back's against the wall, honestly. Like, I... Okay, I don't want you to think to any degree that my partner is a bad person. She's not. She's justified in the way she feels. And there's plenty of evidence and experiences and past situations that validate the way she feels and thinks about it. And I have a long road ahead of me, and it's difficult. It's not going to by any means going to be easy to get there. And that's the problem is I got to find my way back. And the only way is to, to find, figure it out, like know and learn what I need to do in order to get back to when there wasn't a struggle, when the relationship was fine, when we were happy and I didn't feel stressed and overwhelmed the majority of the time that she's around and always being careful of what I want to say and the things I do and the steps I take, you know, like, and the irony of all that is that I end up making more mistakes because I'm so paranoid and so on edge that the normal movements, the normal procedures, the normal thought patterns, the normal feelings are different they're eradicated or they're or they're irregular so things occur i had a moment and thankfully she wasn't 
there when it happened, but it could have. Excuse me. Um, a couple days ago, early in the morning, I was preparing to go to work. And I am not exactly sure what was going on in my brain at the moment, but I was making coffee and I had just poured the boiling water into the device, which drips the water onto the coffee grounds into the cup. And I was going to, I, th I think I was going to grab the, the bag uh, with my cereal in it. And somehow I tipped the cup that had the boiling water towards me. <laughs> and it, it, it happened so fast. And I just remember the boiling water fell on my right leg and it burned me and it burned my foot and there was water all over the floor. And I remember yelling out, it wasn't super loud, but I yelled out, ouch. And my first thought was, oh shit, I woke her up. She's going to come out. She's going to see the mess in the floor. She's going to see that I spilled water on my, on myself and we're going to go at it. <laughs> and I was just paranoid and scared and I was triggered. And I just remember thinking, okay, at some point she's going to get up and she's going to come out and this is going to just escalate so fast. Thankfully she didn't. And I, am pretty lucky. I was certain she was going to come out. But all I know is I felt so bad. I it was like I felt ashamed. I felt embarrassed even though there was nobody there to see the results. It it kind of it I don't even know how to explain it. All I know is that I felt so so bad about it like i was in my brain going oh this yeah of course if anything was if anybody was going to do something like this it would have been me i'm the one who's going to spill the hot coffee on myself i'm going to make the mess i'm going to cause a scene um 6 40 in the morning and i'm going to make unnecessary noises and it bugged me it really made me think about all sorts of stuff that day. I, I just felt like I felt stupid and I felt like I deserved all the shit that was happening to me. I felt horrible and I, I was scared to say anything. I, I, I almost never said anything about it because I wanted to, I was afraid that it would just be another, oh, you know, attack and feeling triggered and more evidence towards the fact that I'm a moron or I can't do things right. And that I'm not a perfect person, you know, like my ADHD and my trauma and my autism is all going to pile on each other. And it was just going to be more evidence to destroy this relationship. And the only reason I did say something is because I felt that it was important that I explain what was going on. It's, and it's been 
it's been on my mind. It's been bugging me ever since. And I just don't know what to do sometimes. And it, it made me see the reality of my life from another angle, from a much broader aspect and sense that I don't think I've seen ever. And if I have, it's been a very long time since I've seen it. So it, it really woke me up. It was, it could have been way worse. You know, I could have had severe burns. I could have had to go to the hospital and I, who knows, like it, it, for all I know, I could have had second degree burns or third degree burns and, and had to be at the hospital and doctors doing whatever. Thankfully, it didn't get any worse. Like I, it took a couple hours for the pain to go away. And I do have, well, it, the only one who gets to see it is really me. And it's... I'm just glad it didn't get worse. And I really got lucky there. It could have been way worse. And it, it woke me up. It showed me that reality for me is that I need to be more aware. I need to be better about what I'm doing, when I'm doing it. I, I have to stop pretending and not, I don't know what the right word is, but it's being in a better state, being more mindful, being more aware of my state of being. Like it, I, I, you know, like the fact that it triggered me and it affected me for the entire day. Like I had a crappy day. It, it just kept going downhill more and more and more i got lucky i almost i could have had a ticket from parking and i got lucky i but i still paid for the wrong place it you know it just was one of those kind of days and i i just remember i got home and i was so miserable and so dejected i didn't want to do anything i I, I was like, I was sitting there in my room saying, oh, I, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to make dinner. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to sit here and do nothing. And it, it almost went that way. But I just remember I made dinner, got it ready, ate, and then I just stuck. I was in my room. I didn't really want to do anything. And... It, at least I owned up to it, you know, like I, I didn't pretend or fake my way, but it's that kind of stuff isn't going to fly. If I, if I want a relationship that's going to work and I need, I need to be the adult. I can't allow myself if, okay, I, you know, there's, you're going to get triggered. You can't always avoid it, but I need to be the adult. I need to be better in general, I need to, I need to know how to recognize the triggers. I need to know that my state of being is not working. I, I need to be better in at just doing the right thing. 
but it comes at a price, you know, that I've got to do more work. I've got to be better aware of my state of being. I've got to be mentally sharper. I've got to be physically on top of things. I can't allow myself to just let it slide. And I can't pretend. I have to face the reality that I am, I've got to be on top of my, of everything in order for, you know, to be in control of this. Because if I'm not, it's just going to continue and repeat and it's just going to make things worse. And it's sooner or later, it has to happen. I'm, I'm at the point where I can't look away anymore. I have to face it instead of dissociate. I have to work instead of zone out. And I've got to face the realities and make the right choices instead of pretending and just standing there not trying. I have to do the right thing. And I have a feeling this finally was the straw that broke the camel's back. I hope you guys know what that is. You know, it's just a saying, but it basically means you finally had enough and you're not going to take it anymore. So. All right, that's the end of today's episode. I hope that this was beneficial to you. Um, it's not every day that you get to talk about stuff like this, but I'm. it had to come out at some point. So thank you, everybody, for listening to my episode. If you have any comments, uh, you want to email me, you got a suggestion, uh, maybe there's an idea that you want me to discuss, uh, there are a number of ways you can contact me. Uh, you can go to Twitter. My handle is at ADHD and CPTSD. You can email me. It's living with ADHD and CPTSD at gmail.com. You can go to Mastodon. Uh, I joined that a few weeks ago. So you go to mastodon.world and look for living with ADHD and CPTSD. If you want to join my Patreon group, you can go to Patreon and look for Living with ADHD and CPTSD. You can also donate and towards my funds for software and for improvements in hardware. Uh, you can go to ko-fi.com, uh, ko-fi.com slash Living with ADHD and CPTSD. My website is www.livingwithadhdandcptsd.ca. I also have a YouTube page where there's a lot of videos and other, you know, stuff that you can watch. It's uh, YouTube slash at a living with ADHD and CPTSD. All right. That's it, everybody. Uh, I will talk to you next week. Bye for now.